Tell me, do you feel under pressure? Do you always walk around with your Beretta? Protecting yours at any cost, magazines ready to take another level. Yeah, let your flag fly in any weather, straight gang banging nigga on whatever. Hey, then tell me where you practice what you preach, chief. Please point these guns at these oppressors. Time to stretch and work it out now. Work it out, work it out. Hey, work it out, work it out. And you are not tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And tonight we have another legend in the building mr j williams himself the founder of black gun owners magazine and i had to look down because i keep wanting to say black owners of guns my apologies to the king himself welcome to the program hold on let me make sure let me see if i got, I got, I got. we got sound effects now and i forgot to tell y'all uh we are brought to you by m3s3 clothing and make moves and suckers stand still on nervedjsradio.com. All right, now that we got that shit out the way, how you doing, King? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. How's your family? Doing well, doing well. I have no complaints this way. That's what's up, man. Um, How's life? You okay? Everything okay? Everything is good. I have no complaints at all. All right, let's talk guns. Definitely. Your first, why? 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 Why do you care? Uh, just for safety purposes, being able to defend myself should something happen. You know, just being able to def- defend myself, my family, and others. Was there like a, something that happened to you? Was there an experience where you said, "You know what? I'm done. I need to go get a gun"? Or have you grown up around guns? Uh, no, not really. Like my grandparents had guns, but like they never took us out to shoot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my first, the first thing that made me want to get a gun outside of like just seeing the way the world was going, um, was, uh, <laughs> way back, I was on the interstate and, um, we're exiting the road and going on to the interstate. And I guess a gentleman felt like we had cut him off. So he pulls up beside the car and he's rolls his window down. He's screaming. So, you know, at the time I'm ignorant, I'm not thinking I roll my window down too. And he's yelling oh i don't like you and you cut me off and i want to send you all back to africa oh right so that part got to me and he peels off and i follow him ignorant no firearm nothing to defend myself and i follow this dude for i don't know maybe a quarter of a mile he got stopped at a red light so i pull up next to him i still got my window rolled down he has his window rolled up his dark tinted windows and he doesn't roll his window down. Uh-huh. So it's at that moment that it hit me. If I get out of this car, there's a, a gas station here. There's um, a plaza to the right. If I get out of this car and I go and I try to open this window or get in his car or whatever, one, any footage is going to show me as the aggressor. Yep. And two, he's probably going to shoot me. Yeah. And that's when it clicked to me. You're not moving smart. You know, I had a lady in the car with me at the time. She was driving. So I'm on the passenger. I'm on the passenger side, just moving in ignorance. Uh-huh. And at that moment, it, it clicked to me like you might want to you might want to get something better to defend yourself. This is just, you know, an angry person, but it could be a whole lot worse the next right. time. It could be else worse the next time. So I went out, bought a firearm, put it in my glove compartment, didn't think about it again. Um, that was maybe a year. And then, you know, things start. I want to say it was maybe Trayvon Martin. 
uh, and that as things start to escalate and all that, at that point I, I became serious about it, serious about being able to defend myself, my family, got the, got the firearm, start training with it, start going to the range, start actually taking it serious. You know, I had the same ammo in there as when I bought it the first time, switching the ammo out, actually learning about firearms. Um, and then, and, and so it was maybe two years after that. And uh-huh. I just started to want to learn about rifles, learn about shotguns. And I went to YouTube to find information and I found maybe locks and low firearm reviews. And I think 32 icon, those were only black people that I saw that were, that were doing like firearms information. And how so, long ago was this? Uh, maybe two, two and a half years, two years and some months. Right. And and so after this, I mean, there's a whole lot of people now, but um, so after that, I went to Instagram and I would find things, but I couldn't, I would, after I click off, I'd lose them and I wasn't able to keep up with the information. So I just created the page really as a way for me to catalog things. I share it and then all I have to do is go up and down my timeline to find the information. And so more people started tapping in, more people started, you know, this information is helpful and people started like meeting each other and it, it kind of clicked that you might be on to something that people need. Yeah. Two years later, here we are. Yo, man. Like, and if you go down your page, like, I, do you, are you charging these people? Because it seems like you promote, if you black and you got a gun and you're doing anything from training to selling to whatever, you'll put them on your page. So yeah, no, no, no charge at all. At, at some point, I will, you know, monetize it because I feel like by me doing it for free, other people who do the same thing aren't able to monetize it themselves, and and oh. make, uh, I'm I'm kind of hurting them. Mm-hmm. But on the hand side, I don't want people to not be able to get their information out and their story out. So, yeah. um, I, I'm torn between the two, but eventually I will monetize it. But yeah, I was looking at um. Like I, I boosted a few posts myself and just to see what it costs. It's, it's been, it, it's the, the page has definitely generated a few hundred thousand dollars in, in free revenue for the black gun community, but it's information that needs to, to go out. So, you know, I'm comfortable, you know, with myself, with my earnings. So I'm not really pressed for the, the money. Okay. Have you always been like community oriented or was this like the, the, the precipice or, or you know the jump uh, off so to speak uh i i always was um but not i didn't i always was but i didn't know the best way to be if okay. that makes sense. yeah so i always wanted to be um i come i came up in a religious background so of course you know my my, my father was a pastor you know, my mother was heavy in the church choir director all of that you know so i, I thought that was the way originally um, and as a, you know, as you grow in wisdom, as you learn more and more things, you realize there's other ways for people to help themselves, uh, and for you to help people. So, yeah. um, I definitely was, was never, uh, anything with firearms or anything like that, but it gets to a point, you know, that you, you're ready for liberation and there's. What you carrying? Uh, uh, Glock 19. Ooh, you fancy. <laughs> it's basic, basic Glock 19. I have a Kinnick too, and um, yeah, that's really about it for handguns. I'm not a huge like gun collector guy. I just want uh-huh. quality and practical. You know what? Um, 
some years ago, I worked with a white guy. And I didn't really know, like, he was, like, a Trump type of white guy, like, until, actually, Trayvon Martin. And the other part of him came out. But before that, I went out to this man's house. And he had always talked about guns. I mean, he was an avid, avid, avid gun collector. This dude had a whole room in his basement with nothing but guns and bullets. And at that moment, I realized, and he was like, this ain't just me. My whole neighborhood got this. Mm -hmm. And he lived in a neighborhood that was... It was a Trump neighborhood. I'm certain of it. Yeah. And they were prepared. This was over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They've been preparing for a long time. Have you noticed the uptick recently for our preparedness? Definitely. Yeah, we, we've come a long way, even in just the last two years. Um, like the questions people ask are different. Mm. Um like what they're asking, what's different? So, like, uh, at first we would get a lot of basic gun questions, but I feel like a lot of our people, they have the basics down. They're going more into advanced shooting, long-distance shooting, competition mm-hmm. shooting. Um, I, I think we're, we're we're really coming a long way, mm-hmm. and uh, we have really, really good instructors out there now. We have uh, um, the National Black Self-Defense Directory, if you go to www.mysisterskeepersdefense.com, there's uh, her page, Marshall Davis um, Ortig. She is a brilliant sister in our community. Um, if, you, if you're not following My Sister's Keeper Defense on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like definitely, sister is brilliant. Um, she's, she's created so much in our community. Iron sharpens iron where instructors train instructors and make each other better uh the national um national range day uh black black 2a holiday uh it'd be i want to say this year was the third year Uh Uh, on juneteenth where just black people get together go to the range train uh brilliant sister she she she's really done a lot for our community but she put together the black self-defense directory and there's over 300 uh, closing in on 400 firearms instructors across the country. You can narrow it down by women. Um, if you want, if you want a woman only instructor, you can have that. If you want instructors in your area, there's, like I said, over over 300, nearly 400 instructors. Oh, Gun club. Slowly for, for for the people in the back that didn't hear that. Uh, National Black Self Defense Directory. www.mysisterskeeperdefense.com what you just say? I interrupted. What'd you say? I said, and you can also find the link in my bio. If you go to Instagram or uh, pretty much anywhere, the link will be there to that directory. And what's your Instagram? Uh, it's uh, Black Owned Guns. At Black. All right. I got a chance to in, uh, interview Jada Shooter. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Good brother. First brother I've ever come across that not only was easy a avid gun collector mm-hmm. um and firearms expert and the whole shebang but he also makes shit yes sir good stuff too yeah, yeah. well so i've yeah. heard 
Like, but I, I didn't know that there was brothers out there that were actually creating shit to facilitate gun usage. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, JD, he has he has a lot of products, products and services. Like, if you really want to get something done, you don't you say you got the money or whatever, but you don't know exactly how to go team up with him. He can make stuff happen, man. He he's got so much stuff going on. He recently did um a pew party where you could go and you pay a fee you get to shoot automatic weapons and and all all legally owned automatic weapons all the stuff that all the stuff that people like did you see the foot yeah man oh my fucking god bro that shit was like fucking rambo in black skin everywhere every fucking oh my god i was at home like wow they make those yeah yeah man he's got some he's got some unique 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 stuff unique firearms he's pretty creative what's your dream gun um i I really don't have one like i'm not i'm not a huge firearms collector guy i just like to have something practical something Mm -hmm. that'll work um you know something i can defend my family with i'm not i'm not a huge collector i i love all the stuff that he has and I do take that back though. I, I would that that fifty, <laughs> the fifty cal. Yeah, I like that one. Oh my god! Like I, I there's a young lady. You posted a video. I can't remember her name, but she was shooting. Looks like a, I, I don't know what the fuck that was. It was like a big ass sniper rifle. Okay. Oh my god! Like, first off, I don't think I can handle no shit like that. But then I see a little kid, four years old. Shooting what looked to be like an AR or something. I don't know. I'm no expert on guns, but right. I do like to provide the service because I know I, how important it is to our people. So I try to try to make sure that I provide an avenue for people to learn, for people to go mm-hmm. to, for people to reference. And that's why I want to make sure that like the websites or whatnot, um, kind of like a live presentation of what you do on Instagram. Definitely. I can't do it every show. Um, but I definitely try to do it once a month, once every other month. So if you know anybody else, tap me in. What I have noticed is I got a lot of people with guns all of a sudden following me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so how long have you been doing the magazine or is it, is it, is it a magazine or is it just the name of your Instagram? So just the name of the Instagram right now, I eventually will do a magazine, but we actually have a, a Black Firearms magazine out now. So I'm not really pressed mm-hmm. like it was before. Caliber Mag, it's uh, C-A-L-I-B-R, Caliber Mag um, is through the National African American Gun Association. Uh, they just put out the second issue for mm-hmm. the uh, Black Rambo on the cover. You can go and check that out. Really, really good stuff. Um, definitely check that out. They have an Instagram as well. Um, it's in the beginning stages, but a year from now, two years from now, it's going to be huge. Yo, I saw that today, too. Uh, and Black Rambo is a fucking superstar. Yeah, man. Like, like, dude is like, uh, who, what show was that? Is that uh, the alligator alligator hunting show? Yeah. Uh, Want people or something like that. Yeah, I look up and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man. It's dope, but at the same time, I I just it was out of left field. Yeah. You know, what what I am noticing is the 
it's not just the brothers from down south carrying guns no, or it's, former it's, marine you know it's a lot of sisters are getting guns a whole lot yeah that i'm sorry but i'm trying to convince my daughters to get guns any ideas on how i can do that actually yes um i had the same thing with my wife she just like i guess the way i was teaching her just wasn't mm. so just honestly just move out of the way point them in the direction and i wrote it down because i want to make sure if you go to instagram it's at nina del flores mm-hmm. at sisters keeper defense at chicks with triggers at tactical tangerine tactical social worker and there's actually even a uh sorority alpha theta pew and it's just places they can go these are brilliant queens they know their stuff inside and out forward and backward just move to point them in that direction and move out of the way what My does wife, that mean she goes and shoots now she goes and she buys her own holsters now oh wow. she does her own information her own research now so yeah yeah these 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 queens like they make it they make it simple it's non-intimidating it's good information they have like uh, years and years of firearm experience between them mm-hmm. can't go wrong what does pew mean like pew the sound the sound the gun makes <laughs> i thought it was some deep shit. <laughs> that's actually pretty dope do you plan on putting on any events like that in the future uh at some point yes um or at least co-hosting i know when they do the next uh the next uh national range day i like there i'm here in greenville south carolina and we have a lot of good instructors in this area so i'll team up them and we'll figure something out get a range and and host people i'm here uh chicks with trigger is one of the ladies that i mentioned um brilliant sister she trains all across the state she's She's setting up range on the other side of the state. Um, and that should be done later on this year, I believe. Um, so we may end up hosting something there. Just all depends. But yeah, I, I would love to. Do you have any black owned gun ranges in South Carolina? Um I believe there's one in Rock Hill that I know of. Um that's the closest one. I think there's one in Columbia, but I haven't been down there like to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know of any other ones uh, other than like private land stuff like that. Any any pushback since you started the page? Uh, very little, very little pushback. I think I think people understand that uh, the, the the Second Amendment could be going away if everybody's not involved. So no no pushback really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, we don't need guns and stuff like that, but I don't really consider that pushback. That's just opinions. Okay, but let me add. So are certain guns too much for the average person? Like, do, do we all need to have AKs? No, not at all. Yeah, no, I mean, assume it, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, defending your family with. If you If you feel like you can get the job done with just the handgun, you're comfortable with that it's really up to you we don't you know you don't want to pressure people oh you need to have ar-15 you you don't need to have an ar-15 if you don't want one but you have the right to have it so i guess that's probably a a better way to ask it should we have the right to have an ak or an ar-15 definitely why uh honestly it's the best tool 
it's the modern warrior's tool. You know, a thousand years ago, it may have been a, a sword or a spear or a bow and arrow or something like yeah. that. The modern warrior's tool. The people that we want to have these are responsible with them. You know, the, the, we, there are millions of responsible gun owners. They're not the problem. They're not what's causing all of these issues. It's irresponsible gun owners. So the same thing with irresponsible drivers or irresponsible drinkers or irresponsible you know, people who abuse their prescription drugs. It's the same thing. The people who do it right are not the problem, but you can't punish everybody for what the few do. Okay. So for those people out there that like, okay, well, I get what he's saying. Yes, we should have the right blase splee, but certain things like you can't buy a tank. You can't buy an F-16, no matter how much money you got. Is there any limit or are we a lot? Is the procedure to buy guns flawed? Um, I don't think so. You know, you 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 have to go through every gun that I've purchased. Mm -hmm. I had that ground check. I had to present ID. Um, there's, you know, there's if there's anything that's in your background, they'll hold it. They'll investigate it. So it, it, it's the guns are going to fall into criminals' hands as long as there's criminals around. But for the regular person going into your local gun store, going into an academy, going into wherever, you're not just going to go in. You're not going to buy an automatic rifle over the counter with no background check and walk out. If you're hearing that, that's wrong. Now you can't go to one of those gun shows and do that. You can go to not legally, no. Really? I thought you could. Without a background check? An automatic rifle? No, sir. All right. I didn't see. You taught me some shit today. And I don't learn much at all. So salute to you. Uh, <laughs> Grandmaster J, I know you're familiar with him, right? Yes, sir. What are your thoughts? And, and wait, wait, wait. Before you answer that, let me look. There's some people that aren't familiar with him. Um, Grandmaster J had the largest black militia in the country, um, if I... If, if memory serves me correctly, um, I've had the brother on the show several times. Um, I'm a fan of what he accomplished. Uh, he's in fact, he started in fact, not fucking around coalition. Um, they had a couple of big marches, if you will. Um, one was after Breonna Taylor was murdered. Mm -hmm. And at that point, Several months thereafter, the federal government arrested him for pointing uh, his firearm at a sniper, and subsequently he was convicted of that. I just want to, you know, for those people who are unaware, um, and you can donate to his fund. Um, I forget the sister's name, but if you kind of scroll through my page i've got a couple of uh posts regarding that because he, he still has you know an appeal that he can uh take advantage of so he's gonna need some money for that and like i say i'm a supporter of what he did i think i think that shit was phenomenal Absolutely. Um, what are your thoughts so uh first you can also donate i have that link in my bio as well to his gofundme so definitely open the checkbook up because, I mean, I feel like what he did was needed at the time. It, it wasn't perfect, but nothing's going to be at the beginning stages. I feel like a lot of people were willing to throw away our black military because you can call it a gun club. You can call it militia, whatever it is. It's yeah. the only it's the only military force of any kind that's going to be specifically for us. 
the various gun clubs, the, the, the NFAC, they were the only ones that were specifically for us. We have black soldiers in the United States Army, but if something happens, they're not going to get special orders to come and defend black communities. That's not going to happen. You're going to be these gun clubs, Fred Hampton Gun Club, Huey P. Newton Gun Club, Elmer Geronimo Pratt. These are the people that are going to be defending us. When they go out and they do their community outreach to feed the community, they're feeding our communities. Yeah. These are people that are for us. As far as Grandmaster Jay, he made his mistakes and whatever it was. But as far as I saw, there wasn't anything that would turn me away from the organization. He put thousands of soldiers soldiers across the country out there brought them together brought groups together um he but he's a a, a flesh and blood man like anything else so he, there's going to be mistakes um like i say we're there are people who are willing to throw away our black military for basically the equivalent of a training accident firearm goes off uh hits the hits the ground and sends shrapnel out and injures people I was on the, the his next live or one of his next lives when uh -huh. he left it. They made uh -huh. the direction as far as what weapons you could bring and not bring. It was addressed. Yeah. It was addressed. So, and then after that, the next one was nonsense. So there was one training accident. I feel like that could have been avoided by if the NFAC was like, you know, the United States Army and they could say, hey, just come, we'll issue you a weapon, we'll issue you a uniform, then yeah. you, don't, you don't have people bringing inadequate weapons or inadequate gear. All of that's easily correctable. Yeah, It's been two years since then. You think the people that came out that first time have the same weapons, have the same gear? If you're in the firearms, think about how much your gear has improved in the last two years. Think about how much your firearms knowledge has improved in the last two years. Uh. You know, I would I would sit and I would every time I post Grandmaster J, there's a there's a group of individuals that they come and they, they hit my inbox. Oh, watch who you support him. Do you know? Ten years ago he did this, and fifteen years ago he did that. Yes. Like, well, that's know. why he's in prison right now. I'm gonna tell you that right now because he's a polarizing individual. Very much so. And. As a people, we allowed the government to take him away because a lot of us just didn't like the nigga. Yeah, straight up. You know, like uh, it, it, it's it's fucked up to keep to put it that way, but to keep it a buck, like he's just he was not a likable guy. Yeah, he was necessary. Most girls are not likable motherfuckers. Most but necessary. It, what, what was that movie? Um, Jack Nicholson was on the stand and he's basically like, you know, like, like I'm going to do this shit you don't want to do. Absolutely. Pastor Jay. And so people like to, you know, it makes them sleep better to say he was a fucked up guy 20 years ago, or he said some shit I don't like or whatever the case. But if you were Brianna Taylor's mama or Brianna Taylor's cousins, you felt great about what the fuck he did. And we got some results to an extent, mm -hmm. you know, which can be traced back to the fear of seeing a bunch of niggas with guns walking down the streets in a major city in America. Absolutely. Directly attributed to Grandmaster Jay. So, 
you know, and again, like I've talked to the brother on numerous occasions and we've mm-hmm. discussed it. He don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like if you liking him or not liking him, did not keep him up at night. It has nothing to do with anything. It does not. And at first it, it was like I wanted I'm I'm an I can be an emotional creature. I'm not gonna run from that. Mm-hmm. And at first it was a little difficult dialoguing with him. I understood the need though. Mm-hmm. Then when I realized, you know, like he ain't that much different than me. I'm not the easiest motherfucker to get along with either. Right, right. She got a lot better, man. So go out, donate, you know, um, the fight is not over. But when we start allowing people that we don't like to get arrested and convicted, we're going to come after the people we love. Absolutely. Uh, what was the brother's name? Malagoon. Uh, brother in Texas. What was that? What was that law they came up with about terrorism or some shit like that? Uh, he was the first one arrested for it. I know we interviewed him and I can't remember what this shit was for, but it was basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. More of a likable guy, but he didn't have the presence that Grandmaster Jay does. Do you think we'll get another Grandmaster Jay while we're living? Um, well, as far as his personality, maybe not. Uh-huh. We have good leaders in our in in our organizations now Uh Uh, we solid strong leaders just you know observing from a distance um for me it's really about can you do the job i don't care about your personality i don't care if i've seen you go on a maneuver you put people fathers brothers sisters mothers in harm's way and you get them all back home that's all i care about Uh what after that is on you we have great leaders now um, uh, Huey P. Newton Gun Club, uh, the Fred Hampton Gun Club, the Elmer Geronimo P- Pratt Gun Club, they have good leaders. Uh, where leaders- is that the Elmo Ger- Geronimo Pratt? You said, where is it? Yeah, where are they located? That one is it's on the west coast, they're, they're, they're out west. I mean, they have chapters all over, but okay. I wonder if they're like headquarters out west, maybe like Texas or something like that. Okay, and I know Texas has got a really active black gun owners. I don't want to say association, but a lot of niggas with guns in Texas. Texas, Florida, Georgia, uh, South Carolina's a lot, but yeah, Texas is huge. Um, Houston, a lot of good instructors out that way. Um, same thing for Atlanta, same thing for Florida, the DMV. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DMV has a lot of good. If you go to the directory, there's a lot of good um, instructors there. They had a really big uh, range day as well. Mm. So yeah, if you are if you are up north, you want to. And people hit my inbox all the time. Where can I find the Where can I find the uh, firearms instructor, black firearms instructor? I want to learn from us. I ask some city and state shoot that directory to them. So I have it posted. Every you know, hundred or four, four or five hundred followers or so, I repost it again on on the page so everyone can see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I'd love to get that common knowledge to where everybody just knows. You don't we, get tired of this shit. No, it's necessary. Oh my god, you're a lot better than me, man. Because there's people that inbox me the dumbest shit. I'm not one of those people that's be like, "There's no such thing as a dumb question." Yes, the fuck there is. There's a lot of dumb questions. I've asked some myself. Yeah. 
man, oh my god like like what's the dumbest question somebody asks you I'm, I'm just curious the dumbest question i get is why is it black gun owners magazine and not just gun owners magazine i get that i got that a lot when i started uh when i went on tiktok because i guess it's a different like demographic over there mm. and get it all the time and the answer is because i'm not just a gun owner i'm a black gun owner so i have different i have different needs than other people for owning my firearm yeah. i have different experience with firearms like we were targeted for having firearms firearms right. purposely kept away from us going back hundreds of years like you wouldn't have gun control if they weren't trying to keep guns away from us you yeah. know well, TikTok, you know, TikTok is more entertainment purposes. Yeah. You know, which Instagram was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, first off, first Twitter was more of the rebel shit. Then mm-hmm. it's over to Facebook, then it's spilling over to, to Instagram. And so TikTok now is more like, I just want to see you dance, nigga. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah. I'm just a buck. Um, uh, there's some good educators over there, but TikTok is very anti-firearm so you got to be careful what you post over there because you get deleted if you post you know too many who do you watch when you want to learn something um it it all depends uh i i I enjoyed lives from gladiator six um if it's youtube locks and load firearm reviews 32 icon um if it is firearm related usually i can get it from there um body bio tactical um he does good lives uh of course anytime uh, uh my sister keeper defense marcelle anytime she's on i'll watch her she's bright very brilliant um malcolm choice from choice family firearms um very very uh, calm demeanor wow. um, good with getting information out um there's a lot of other people. I just pick up things here or there. If it's like prepping or survivalist information, uh, I wrote this down too because I wanted everybody. Uh, if you're on YouTube, shoot over to uh, Lev Farmer 73. He's got a ton of people on there, so you may already be following him. But it's mm-hmm. Farmer 73, uh, and he's got hours and hours and hours. Probably a full like three credit course at university worth of information on prepping on you know uh preparing for blackouts preparing for you know just all type of fruit trees if you want gardening basically if you if some things go wild and you have to provide for yourself the information is there for you i've never heard of this Med former 73 and he does a very good job of shouting out other places to follow so if there's information that's not there you can email him he'll talk to you or he'll point you in the right direction of somebody that already has it. Like in the last two years, we've come a long way as a people, as far as the information being there. Now, as far as people taking it, that's neither here nor there, but you know, as far as it being there, if you want to learn something and you want to learn it from a black instructor, it's there. We don't want to believe it. That, that, that this shit's actually going to hit the fan at some point. It's got to. It's inevitable. It is absolutely inevitable. It's, it's, there is no great society, if you want to label this a great society, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It does not fall. Yeah, it's got to. And this one was built on a rotten foundation, so it's got to. Uh, but, uh, and I myself, I, I am, I am ignorant 
to say the least. Like this shit hits the fan, I'm dying. Like I, I'm, I'm out of here in probably six weeks. I can't grow shit. I ain't never hunted in my life. I'm screwed. So um, if you live near me, I will be begging you for food. Uh, I'll dance and shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, but if you can, like, you got to put me in contact with that dude. I would love to talk survivalist with him because that's something that I've I've never. Most of us are born in the city. Yeah. And going like I went to the country in middle school and I hated this shit. Yeah. I understand that. I didn't go to the country with one of us, though. That does make a difference. That does make a difference. There's a. Um, Damn, it's your sister on Facebook, Adrian, and she's got, I won't say a survivalist group mm-hmm. uh, in Detroit, but semi-survivalist. You know, they do uh, bow hunting, they grow shit. I didn't know there was such a big urban farming community in Detroit. There's a huge one, you know, um, so we really need to get our shit together, bro. Like, yeah. it, I, what can, well, shit, I don't know if you can do anything more. But the average person, what can the average person that's interested do to get other people interested to save our own asses? Um, I would say just do the work. You know, it, it might it might seem strange, but if you live in an apartment and you throw a couple of plants on your balcony, you know, just throw throw some tomato plants, grow as much as you can for yourself. Do as much as you can for yourself. Mm-hmm. Get your firearm, train with it, learn how to use it. You know, it's it's just simple. Just just do it. They'll ask you questions, answer the question. They're listening. They mm-hmm. might reject it, but they're listening. Mm-hmm. They're listening. They're learning. They're gonna soak it up no matter what. If you you live in a house with people that don't don't uh, they, they're not interested in firearms, not interested in prepping or preparing or learning how to do medical or you know put tourniquets on just play the information out loud they'll hear it the tactical brother that's the one that does the the, the teaches the medical stuff correct uh north florida tactical i think so yeah uh, there's a couple of them uh i think i wrote that down too i didn't write that down but yeah north florida tactical is really good uh if you go on instagram i think it's dexter jerome at dexter jerome pagan's Brilliant brother, man. brilliant. Oh. Got the years and years of experience. Uh, but he actually was one of the instructors um, teaching other instructors. So we have we have we, the information's there. We got we got good medical training. People just gotta you gotta tap in. And the medical training, that's not that's not for shit hitting the fan. That's for every day. That's for your kid playing in the yard, step on a bottle that someone threw in the yard. They got a gas. You got to fix that before you get them to the hospital. Yes. You should know how to do that. If you got children, you should know how to do that. You should know how to put a tourniquet on. It's not just, you may be minding your own business. I seen a video the other day. A lady was driving in traffic, got hit with a stray bullet. You don't have to be anywhere doing anything wrong. That helps. That helps you get in trouble if you're not where you're supposed to be, not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But you can just be minding your own business. Yeah. Uh, The video recently that everybody was outside uh, individual had a run in with police officers. They end up firing shots. That you that was crazy. You didn't do anything wrong. You were just outside, and yeah, six six people got hit. Six innocent bystanders got hit. 
if you one of the ones that got hit, you taking a bullet or caught shrapnel or ricochet or something like that, you've got your IFAT, you've got your little med kit or whatever, patch yourself up, get yourself to a hospital and, and save your life or save the life of somebody around you. So that medical training you're going to use, I'm sure we all know somebody. As we get up in age, we know somebody that may have had a stroke, may have had a heart attack. Those things you're, you may use even if you never it, never enter a, a violent situation, car accidents, things like that, you'll use that metal. I've had a heart attack. So, yeah, had a heart attack. So, yeah. Yeah, I have. I've been a nurse also for three decades. Okay. That, that's my saving grace if the shit hits the fan is that I might actually be able to save somebody's ass. You're good then, yeah. yeah I might, you know. I'm <laughs> Welcome anybody's in anybody's group. You got the medical training, yeah. You know, I guess that yeah, you got a point there. You know that the other but yeah, I think that we we don't do a good enough job in teaching those things, and people don't see the necessity, like you said. Like the, it's a lot of people getting shot in the hood. Yeah, and simple things like you said, the tourniquets, applying pressure to an area could absolutely save somebody's life absolutely if you're going to get that lifestyle learn how to keep them alive yes and learn that you can put your phone down to do so absolutely because i the, the the whole 30 people filming you die right right outrageous oh put my the phone God. down and step in and help or if you're going to have the phone, use the phone to learn some information that can help you out. It's right there on YouTube. Right and there. If people, one more time, for the people in the back, they want to get in touch with you, how they go about doing that? Uh, you can, the easiest way is to go to Instagram at Black Owned Guns and just drop me a DM. Um, I pretty much read them all. So um, if it explodes, I mean, it may take me a while, but I pretty much get them all within a day. Um, that's probably the easiest way. You can message me on Facebook at Black Gun Owners Magazine on Facebook, on Twitter, same thing, and on Instagram, same thing at Black Gun Owners Magazine. Your wife ain't tired of this shit. Yeah, yeah she is. <laughs> <laughs> she she definitely is. Uh, she, she she's good to me. She 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 treats me well, and she she understands. But yeah, she she is. From it, so okay, okay, I'll take. I'm done. I'm done for a few days. Um, I went on on vacation here recently, so I kind of stayed off on that. But yeah, she's yeah, she she understands. But yeah, she's she, it could, she does. I could see. I could see where it could be a little all consuming because when you really believe in something, it, it's hard to turn the faucet off. Definitely. You know. So I. Oh man, I could absolutely get and. This is actually your first interview, correct? Correct, first one. That's fucking dope. I, f I feel I, I feel honored. I'm not even gonna lie. Appreciate you having me. You questions oh. on man. You've had some. I was watching uh, the gentleman. Uh, you guys were talking about Irv Gotti and, and. Oh yeah. And you've had some some good stuff on. Yo, that was yeah. I've been lucky, bro. Like, yeah. I, I really have. Like I, I've. Don't ask me how. I just ask people. Yeah. And, you know, now it's a little bit easier because, you know, somebody knows somebody's been on the show. Right. Or right. I got 
I've been doing it for so long where I can say, hey, whatever lane you're in, I just say, well, I've interviewed so-and-so and so-and-so in that lane. Right, right, right. And that gives them a little comfortability. But, man, that was a really good interview. And that's my guy, too, man. Like, he's a really, Michael Payton is a really, really good dude. What people really don't know is that I interviewed him a week ago, Thursday, and my dumbass neglected to record the interview. Oh, no. Yes. And he was like, Let's just do it again. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. Like that. That's what, uh, what I tell my cousin one time, uh, it's like, like, uh, positive equity basically. Okay. You know, cause I'd interviewed him before. Generally, mm-hmm. I was not an asshole to him. I was pretty decent. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. Like, but you're doing the same thing. And I see that, like, I see so many people, not only do they reach out to you for assistance per se and trying to sell whatever product or service they got, but it's reciprocated. Like I see the love that you get and the appreciation. Um, is that humbling? Very much so. Very much so. Like, uh, what, okay. What was the most humbling comment you got? Um, Honestly, just just having like firearms instructors with years and years of experience telling me like what you do is valuable to the community. Like, because sometimes you know you 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 get in a funk. You're like, I'm just posting stuff. You know, it's just it's likes and clicks and and all of that. And I don't care about any of that. I don't care about followers other than just knowing that the information is is reaching the people. Mm-hmm. But just having them say like, Hey, this is valuable. This was valuable to my business. This helped me. You know, so much because uh, some of our brightest, brightest minds, they don't really do social media. They're, they're new to social media or they work a lot. So they're not really posting like that. So if I can take a post that may only have 100 views, repost it and it get thousands of views, it, it's helping them out. I tell people, put your put your contact information, put your business name, location, all of that. Put it in your in your uh caption mm-hmm. if the right person gets it you know it can go it can there have been there have been several i know i've had a couple of posts that have done over a million um really? I've, yeah uh, over a million views um my sister's keeper defense uh she's had twitter instagram uh and uh tiktok do over, do over a million of her stuff um just teaching a class or sharing a minute of information. That's really where it is. You A minute or less of quality information is going to go everywhere because people are hungry for the knowledge. It's just finding it, finding it from a quality source. And, and that's it. Wow. Damn. Jesus Christ. So as far as like when you purchase something, like what's, what's, what's a, a product that you purchased that you were like, wow, this is fucking dope. Um, something I've purchased that I thought was pretty dope. Um, I really don't buy, like, I really don't buy a lot of stuff. I bought, uh... Or are they just giving you shit now? Uh, actually, no, I have actually got a few things. I got, um, there's a company called Blicked Up. They sent me some of their... Uh, their gun magnets, like you that you put on the the wall or in the car or things like mm-hmm. that. They 
some of those. Those are really quality. Um, I do get like people send me shirts and stuff like that. Choice Family Firearms sent me a nice kit. Uh, Redstone Firearms actually out in uh, California, mm-hmm. uh, the largest black uh, gun stores, and uh, they ship across the nation. But they're they're in Los Angeles, California, in that area. Um, brilliant, brilliant brother and his wife. Um, they've been doing it for a while, and they 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 they're locked in. So if you're out on the West Coast, that's where you go see. Educated, they know about the laws, they know about quality firearms. So if you're if you're out in the LA area, you need a firearm, that's who you need to go see. Um, they sent me a package of their patches and things like that. I love I love the patches, and once I get myself settled into my new place, I'm gonna put up like the patch wall and things like that. But I've I've gotten patches and things from people. Um, I got um, a really good flashlight. Um, a really good flashlight and that's really about it. I haven't, I haven't got a whole bunch of stuff. Most people, they'll offer something and I'll just say, nah, it's okay. Unless it's something I'll need then I'll take it. No, um, this is what I'm going to need you to do, bro. I'm going to need you to make a post mm-hmm. and I'm going to need you to say, Hey, I need y'all to send me some shit. I got a new place. I want to put my room together and mm-hmm. I want to show the magnitude of blackness in my room. I will do that. You deserve that shit too. I will do that. And you it's one stop shopping. Everybody can get a little piece of advertising all at once. Absolutely. You deserve to get free shit, bro. You've been giving out free shit for a long ass time. I definitely have. I I appreciate you. Oh, come on, bro. Like I I, I'm we're similar in that like I don't need you don't I don't need to know you. Mm Mm-hmm. To, pr- to promote your shit or share your shit like it takes me all of 12 seconds to share a fucking post and mm-hmm. the biggest thing about what i've been doing is that i got a, a resume like nobody else mm-hmm. niggas won't share my shit yeah like you, come on bro like i'm not i'm not knocking on your door asking you for 20 dollars right, right, right you know so i'm a big fan of sharing our shit mm-hmm. and supporting our shit Absolutely. I wanted to get you on the show, man, because you do it and you do it for nothing. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that eat enough of your channel, bro. Your 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 Instagram. Absolutely. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking them. Right, right. No, no, not at all. That's what but it's there. Send the man some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, any advice, words of wisdom that you want to leave the people with? Um, yes, just take your training serious. Um, yeah, unfortunately, well, fortunately, there's, there's, there's not going to be an easy way out of this. You're going to want to have medical training. You're going to want to have firearms training. You're going to want to know what to do if power doesn't come back on in three days. I remember uh, last year uh, when Houston, the Texas had that, that freeze over and it hasn't happened out there. So people didn't have winter clothes. They didn't have food stored up in their houses. And they, yeah, they acted like the world was ending because it got a little cold. What's that? They acted like the world was ending because it got a little cold. Yeah, man, it, it was it was bad out there. Nigga. Running out of food, running out of gas. So one thing about people is they're not gonna be prepared and they're gonna panic. You don't want to be caught up in that panic. Keep your gas tanks full. Keep two or three days worth of food. I I want more months, you know, weeks. But if you're not there, you're not there. 
don't stress about it do what you can do if you got three days worth of food you got three days where you can be at home while everybody else is out fighting the panic you got food you got water you got the medicines you need you got three days of safety at home before you have to go out and, and get more if you got a week you got seven days and so on and so forth so yeah just that would be take your training serious and uh be prepared and i'm gonna add on to that it is okay to discuss worst case scenarios with your families absolutely like I, my kids are grown there's a certain place i'd like for them to go we don't live in the same city you know um there's certain things that, that you need to know um that i like just in case the shit hits the fan and i we can't contact each other we know there's this particular area that we should try to get to absolutely you know, so we can at least regroup and especially when you got daughters yes very much so yeah you know i got three daughters shout out to my babies um but i worry mm-hmm. you know and I, I can't be there 24 7 to protect them um i want to make sure that they they we have a system in place you know so do what you can to protect your own um and always 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 realize that there is a worst case scenario whether or not you actually have to experience that um may or not may or may not come true but there are a lot of parents out there who did yeah and didn't prepare for it absolutely and they regret it you know so um on that note bruh it has been an honor to have you on the show um you are always welcome you got anything you want to come back and talk about anything you want to sell some shit inbox me tell me tag me i'll promote i only got a couple hundred followers bro nobody's gonna see your shit however i will i will share your shit um and i sometimes i i gotta stop doing that i put myself down like i don't have an impact i do a super impact yeah definitely definitely gotta stop you have a super impact and what you do is quality so it, it's going to get there. It's 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 stuff that people need to see. It's quality. So it's definitely going to get there. Anything you need promoted, just hit me up. I'll make sure I share it for you. Um, I appreciate that. I did briefly want to say um, uh, to our people, black people, um, there's a case down in Florida uh, with a gentleman by the name of Otho Wallace or Ozone. One of our black soldiers sitting in his car, minding his own business, out in front of his own house. He's approached by a police officer um, who was on proactive patrol. Um, and yeah, he's sitting in the car, minding his own business, bright yellow shirt on. Um, so he, the police officer shined the light in his window. He goes to get out of the car to say, hey, what's going on? The officer like put hands on him. It's like, oh, sit in the car, sit in the car. I, mean, I have my fourth amendment rights. I don't have to talk to you. What's going on? What do you want? So the officer is basically trying to force him into the car. They tussle. Officer ends up being shot in the head. This brother is on trial uh, for capital murder on a police officer. Um, he he he's retained a lawyer. Um, it's roughly a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, small sum for a, a huge community. Half of it's already paid. Okay. If you if you're interested in the case, I'm asking you to just go to on Instagram official uh, official legal 
the letter the number four Wallace official legal for Wallace or you can go to www.otal.org just check it out check the story out um, his story needs to be told because uh, I feel like they're railroading him I feel like if you approach someone and you're not operating inside the law we've seen that story a thousand times played out this one the person defended themselves they defended their life and they actually survived the encounter and now of course you know they're being punished for that and i don't think that's correct we need to hear the full story we need to hear both sides instantly the the, the day it happened there's this huge media campaign the police chief comes out he's he's calling him a coward and all of these different things they, they push that narrative heavy against him but as someone who knows he's a he's a father you know cares about his, his five small children um a soldier on the front line the first person who had been in line to go and stand up for black people um the first person who's going to go and check on that suspicious you know suicide in the park and, and oh. things like that that first he's the first person that would have had our back so I, I i would like for you guys to just check it out and you know just just check it out absolutely and we'll, we'll, we'll see this clip man i'm gonna have to use that bro definitely we'll, we'll help him out a little bit um on that note man i again i just want to thank you man um thank you Andy, for loaning you to us for an hour um appreciate your time your energy and your wisdom bro um and if there's anything i can do for you don't hesitate to let me know definitely same same all right no doubt man on that note we out yes sir you have a good one all right you too mm -hmm.